Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. show grab the podcast free every day at tntradioempire.com itunes or on the stitcher app you're listening to the todd and tyler radio empire uh it's tyler walsh he's probably at the door i just probably just in the parking lot uh, yeah i'm I gotta I wait. Gotta waiting on a phone call here waiting on a phone call and there it comes and uh, i'm about to talk to steve gutenberg all right tyler walsh will be in a little bit Steve Gutenberg, uh, got a new movie coming out on Lifetime. How to Murder Your Husband. Right. It's Saturday at 8, 7 Central right. on the Lifetime Network. All right. Nick's leaving. He went to go get Walsh. He's answering the door. <laughs> Hang on here. Yeah, just waiting on Goot. Goot, as friends call him that. You think so? No, I don't know. I think uh, Bob got called something like that. Uh, Saturday, Bob, uh, Steve Gutenberg with us. I love this. Love this dude. It's been a long time, hey, but uh, welcome back. Hi, Steve. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. Good. Thanks Thank, for calling. Thanks for calling. Steve, I, I, re, I recently rewatched uh, Diner uh, a couple months back, and, and obviously we're similar age. Uh, the movie meant a lot to me at the time. It was a 40-year anniversary last year. Was there anything official to celebrate Diner? Yeah, we actually had a terrific get-together. Um, I think it was uh, Turner Movie Classics did it. Okay. okay. And um, Kevin, Timmy, um, Paul, and myself, uh, Danny and Mickey and Ellen did not come and Barry didn't come. But we had a terrific evening and we did a, a wonderful presentation of the movie. Oh, excellent, excellent. That's uh, it's, it's, it's obviously a classic. And if you haven't seen Diner, talk to a lot of younger people, probably haven't seen it, go back and oh, check it out. Classic. 1982. Now, you're in a movie this weekend. We'll talk about this. with. Uh, is it coming out this Sunday? It's a Saturday, yeah. It's Saturday. Now, my wife watched a lot of Lifetime, so my wife watched a lot of Lifetime. That means I watched a lot of Lifetime also. Now, you play, what's the name of the movie again? In front How of to Murder Your yeah. Husband. Yeah. <laughs> and it's based on a true story? You, you, you want to go home and study before the exam? You know, uh, most of the kids here know the information. Maybe you want to go home and study? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I know the information. I want you to answer the question. No, no. We understand. We understand. Your dog ate your homework. No, 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 no. no. We, we, we get you. Know. We, we want you to describe the movie. You, you know who you're talking to. You, you know you're not talking to Brad Pitt. No. You know that, right? No, you we love right? <laughs> We love talking to you, Steve. Appreciate I'm that. Just, I know you're messing. I'm just, just, just I know. Kidding. 
Okay, yeah, you, you play the husband. True story. Go ahead. The picture's on the Saturday night, and the story is about Daniel and Nancy Brophy, two people who were broke in Portland. And Nancy decided to take out an insurance policy on her husband, murder him, and collect the money. The problem is that she also bought a gun online and started writing a blog called How to Murder Your Husband. Uh, so she allegedly murdered him, but she did get convicted, and she's, uh, she got convicted this last June in 2022. And Civil Shepherd plays her. Did you ever work with Civil before? This is amazing. It's an amazing cast. I never did, and I was so excited to work with her. I've been a big fan since Taxi Driver, The Last Picture Show, and, uh, you know, uh, The Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, Moonlighting. Sure. So it was a, a, a pleasure to work with her. Really fine actress and a terrific director, so we, we were in good shape. How does uh, how's a role like that come about for Steve Gutenberg? How do you how, uh, just, uh, your agent call you? They want you? You audition? What? How do you get this role? five years I've been out of it because I've been taking care of my dad who was ill um, and then my dad passed in July sorry about that and uh, thank you and uh, then in uh, August I got the call that they were interested in me for this film and I took it so uh, it was my agent I have a terrific agent now you're back in the full time you're back working full time now yeah, yeah, I'm back, and you know my my taking looking after my mom, and uh, you know of course my family and personal stuff. But uh, back working full time, yeah. Excellent. I'm actually going to be doing a play in uh, that I wrote in New Brunswick at a wonderful regional theater called uh, the George Street Playhouse, and I've uh, written a book about my experience taking care of my dad. You know there are thirty five thousand caregivers in this country. Yeah. Probably, you know, probably uh, something to the effect of, you know, 10% of, of all adults are taking care of seniors. So I wanted, and, and everybody is not connected. So I wanted to, to write a book about my experience taking care of my dad so people can read it and feel connected to other caregivers. You're right. A lot of people can relate to that. When's the book come out? Uh, we're going to be finishing it up uh, by by the middle of this year, so... Either the end of this year or the beginning of next. Oh, we pray, you should call back and plug that for you when you get a chance. That'd be great. I also yeah, read yeah. during the endless hours of homework yeah. I did for our conversation you that you are developing a show about your life. Is this going to be like a sitcom? Is it going to be on streaming? Do you have a platform for that? Is it all ready to go? No, this is actually the play. Oh, okay. it's the play. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Okay, okay the play is uh, about your life. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's the play. It's about my first 10 years in Hollywood. Oh really? So uh, you have to find? Did you have to, have to go out and find an actor that plays a young Steve Gutenberg? <clears throat> well, I'm going to be playing myself okay. for the, that okay. period, and then, and then we've got three other actors that are going to be playing all the other characters, and it's sort of an Alice in Wonderland, the Candide um, film about, uh, sorry, uh, stage play about, you know. Going after your dreams and um, believing in yourself. And it's sort of like Tom Jones, where, you know, this yeah. is a young man who tried to keep his ideals, but goes into a world which has so many interesting and colorful characters. And that's what Hollywood really is. It's a, it's a place where 
if you're if you're different, you know, it's a great place to work, um, and you don't want to adhere to the normal realms of, of industry. You know, show business is a place where you can go. And of course, as we know from the news, it creates a lot of nefarious characters too. Yeah, yes, uh, it does. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. It really does, especially because you because you were you were there in the '80s, basically when you first went went out there and kicked ass, and and it must have been a pretty wild time. So. Looking forward to seeing that. Are you in New York in City 70s. now? Started, oh, that's right, in the 70s for that matter. I'm in New York City right. now. Yeah. I, yeah. I started out there in 1976. I was 17 when I first came to Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, well, we're, we're the same age. I've seen you, seen you around for a long time. Yeah. Exactly. Did you have a real job momentarily yeah. when you went to Hollywood? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was, uh, well, I, I worked at a stable. I was a caddy. I sold encyclopedias. I was a waiter. I sold shoes. Um, I, I worked night phones. I did answering services. I, I did a lot of jobs, you know, of course. And I'm really proud to say I haven't been a waiter since I'm 19. <laughs> and to be an artist, yeah, to that, be an actor. Say something, you're right. To, be, uh, to work in radio. The fact is, what are the chances that you would be able to make a living in radio? They're very, very small. Yep. So... I think that any of us are really lucky to have a job and make a living at what we do because that's, you know, that's incredibly impossible to make a living as a talent. You know, it's, it's, a really, it's a really big mountain to climb. So I, I applaud anybody who does, you know, who does the media on the talent side. Um, as a living, it's tough. Yeah and, yeah, and you're very lucky to make it. Uh, you are, well, well yeah, I like, you, uh, let's end the conversation right here. Yeah. We love that. We Were, you go good anyway. <laughs> Were you a good caddy? A good caddy can save you several strokes. <laughs> I was a great caddy and a great four caddy. Okay. I, you oh, know, good. you hit a ball, I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How to Murder Your Husband on Lifetime this Saturday, Steve Gutenberg. Steve, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Good luck with the book and the play. Yeah, and get My in touch with us. you and your family. I wish you and your family health. And success. You too. Thanks. All right, thank it. you, Steve. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, I thought for just a second there, it was going to go a little haywire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, some, like some of these things do. And the reason they go that way is because it's just moods people are in. And sometimes there's a little delay. Yeah, and, there, there's and, a little and, delay and in Every that. time there's a delay, we get that. Now you end up being cool. Great. And we talked to him before. Uh, Todd just wanted him to say what it was about. But there's that little delay. And sometimes a disconnect happens, and these uh, artists get a little temperamental. Yeah. 
And but he was cool. He, but he was he was yeah. just he was just busting. He was balls. busting her balls, right? right. Yeah. He was busting her balls, but, right? But it's, we don't know sometimes. Sometimes, you know? yeah. Sometimes they, you have to. We don't know. Then right. you're like a Gil Birmingham, whatever they his talk, name was. <laughs> yeah. no, they'll just get off the phone with some clueless uh, morning show, right? Who knows nothing about him, right? Yeah, and then you know, see, then, then then he will assume, well. All morning radio shows suck. Exactly. Well, we were first up this morning. Oh, we uh, were. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, uh, we were first in line. <laughs> we were setting the table for everybody turned else. Okay, it turned I, okay. I, yeah. It wasn't Gil Birmingham. What was uh, uh, the Kazmarek incident? So we've yeah. had a few in our in our in our thirty years of interviewing celebrities longer than that. Basically. But for the most part, we've had a pretty good batting average. Ninety-eight oh, percent, yeah, I would yeah. say. Maybe even higher than that. Maybe ninety-nine. We've had a, we've had a lot of interviews, and only a very <laughs> short handful have been. Bad. Well, let's name them. Hi, Tyler. How you doing, buddy? Good. Tyler Walsh with us. I want you to yeah. name them. Uh, I will. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you go back to the, this is the most recent. Gil Birmingham was, uh, he's the guy on, he's the uh, uh, head. Uh, 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 he's the head of the reservation. Reservation on, on, on Yellowstone. Great actor. I actually asked him about his, uh, all I asked him was uh, about his ethnicity. And uh, he the got, native heritage. I was yeah. right about it. I was not. I didn't say anything wrong. Everybody he, backed he me took, on that. He took it poorly, and he was in a mood. Obviously, yeah. He, he went just, like, it, "What it are you talking haywire. about?" He went after Whitey. <laughs> he went after me. It was really yeah. sad. The it, way went it, sideways, it went sideways. Went sideways, which is the same thing that Fluffy did. Uh, yeah, went after yeah. Whitey. <laughs> Jane Kaczmarek incident. The reason we have that, we talked to her once, and. We wanted she, to talk about her acting career, and she wanted to talk about cleft palates. It's her cause. Well, that wasn't part of that. Was also part, but she also said she doesn't watch TV, and she and that was part. And, and doesn't let her family doesn't watch, let family watch TV. TV. And I'm thinking, you make your living off everybody sitting around the TV. Yeah. And yeah. then she got really holier than now about that. Yeah. And, it, and she really wasn't mad at us. It was just a crappy interview. And uh, oh, who was a chick that uh, who we loved? Diane Lane wasn't a good one either because Diane Lane yeah. said, uh, so "Are you guys oh, sitting there yeah. on a cow right now?" Right. Yeah, yeah, she made some right. bad she made comment like yeah. that. Does anybody live in Nebraska? Right. She was horrible. Are you talking to me from a hay bale right yeah, now? Yeah, she was it horrible. Was that kind of crap. <laughs> I still like her watch her getting banged in the hallway by Richard Gere. Uh, but still, every time I look at her, I think, man, you bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did kind of ruin You're on the cow right now? With a, you know, we're, so we're not Tyler it. Walsh, you know. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> we're spanking that cow right now. Right. Yeah. I, I remember a similar comment like that coming from... Uh, oh, a comedian. It was... It was Natasha Leggero. She was Who on was some yeah. Comedy Central show or something. Oh, she was some a dick. Animated Comedy Central show. She was and a dick. And she came out of the box with, oh, there must not be any and, Italians in Omaha yeah, or some like, crap like and that. And we actually hung up on her. Right. Yeah. Todd hung up on her after like two minutes of the <laughs> yeah. interview. He went, nah, this is over. Click. Yeah, we hung up on her. And we're like, done. And rightly so. Yeah, she's called. Just started bashing where we're sitting. You know? Yeah, came right out of the box like yeah. that. And and we and I, that's the only time I remember any anybody's I, ever gotten hung up on. Yeah, I remember that. That was bad. Yeah. And then I I I wasn't around for it, but I remember the stories of Bob Vila. Oh yeah, Bob Vila. Bob, Bob Vila, Vila was a dick. First of all, Bob oh. Vila was a big. Grateful, Is he still alive? A big Grateful Dead fan. So we figured he was kind of cool because you're a Grateful Dead fan. You got to be just at least mellow. And we mentioned something about this. Is my favorite Bob Villa story. We had a, we mentioned we uh, we went there was a dirty we somebody made a all a, a, a bathroom joke a bathroom or something. Joke. And then he said, "Oh, right to the toilet." Yeah, right to the toilet. He got all holier than now. So yeah. my my favorite part about that, we ripped him a new ass after we hung up on him. <laughs> and I'm driving to my house at the time, and there was a house being built a block away, and the guys on the site were listeners of the show. 
and they had spray painted, "Hey Tyler, Vila rules." <laughs> they knew because they knew I was going to, uh, and they knew I was going to drive by there to go home because I'd seen them every day and they'd been waving at me. And I drive by and see the sign, start laughing. They start laughing. <laughs> I'll never forget that. They took the time out to spray a big board in front of this house that was being built. Bob Vila, yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, yeah. To well, be fair, Bob Vila was kind of a smug dick on home improvement to the tool man. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Well, he was. <laughs> to be fair, right? Yeah. To think he's one in real life. I've been watching some reruns lately. <laughs> I like, I like that show. I always love that show. Oh yeah, Trent on the email says, and, Who else? and this was this, this was the Gary uh, Gary Busey. Yeah, and it was it. I don't know if it was bad. It was awkward. It was weird. You see, he said that uh, he sent us the book, and we didn't. And we didn't get the book. They never, yeah. We never got. The and book. he was mad that we didn't read the book. How right? Dare you? Like, not I, get I the can't book. read every damn book. I get we have an interview. I don't. Well, and not, even if we is, do get the book, a lot of times we get the book a day or two before the interview. Maybe. It's like, I, how are you supposed to read a three hundred page but book? Busey's nuts. A day. When do you really want to read Gary Busey's book? No. Oh yeah, no. it was a weird no. book too. Hopefully, it's getting a good comb over and a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. good but edit before it gets. At least to us. the Busey. It was bad enough to be memorable. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the listeners might help us out. Awkwardness. Yeah, there's been a bunch of there's a couple of awkward ones out there. There's you know several that just kind of laid there. Well, I yeah, remember yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie was really disinterested. He was oh. a dick. Mario Lopez was extremely distracted and didn't want to be on the phone. Well, and, and it wasn't bad, but Z- zombie was... fans were mad at Zombie. Oh yeah, because yeah, he's a great rock star. He's a movie maker. He didn't engage no. at all. Yeah. Well, and that one pissed me off again because yeah. I I I spent two or three weeks and. 40 emails back and forth and like we confirmed four different times for the oh we got to cancel right. let's try that and then he comes on we finally get it and it was five minutes of terrible unengaged crap yeah from him and the fact and what the fact is it, it's on the stars in that situation yeah just say no because if right. you're not going to be if you're going to sit there all morning long and do these radio interviews you have to act like you're into it if you, you do if you come out and just be a dick to somebody for no reason. It's just come on. Unless the unless the radio guy is just a dick and he tries to hit you with something stupid, like, yeah, hey, you're banging that chick, you know? Yeah, just say yeah. no if you don't want to do them. Right. But how does that help whatever you're promoting if you're not engaged? It doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, no. it, hurts it doesn't them. at all. Yeah. Because they forget they're calling whatever show they're calling, that show has fans. Yeah. People like mm-hmm. that show right. that they're talking to. Yeah. That's why they're listening. Yeah. I mean, I remember getting emails from people saying, well, I love Rob Zombie, but he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was a dick. He just wasn't engaged. It was horrible. He was just disinterested. I, I will admit to it's to me that that has stuck in my brain forever. Well, so now fault. when I when I hear Rob Zombie or White Zombie, I just go, yeah, Oh, F that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. It's ruined it for <laughs> me forever. Guy. You know, and it, it wasn't it wasn't a bad interview, but it was awkward watching you two interview Leon Spinks back in the day oh, when God. when you when you no. couldn't couldn't understand a word. And you're looking around the rest of the room like, what did he say? And everybody well, I physically talk. pushed back. Tyler Walsh might not know this story because he was probably like four. <laughs> yeah. at the time. Was he on the phone or in the studio? Was on, on the, the phone. phone. OK, on the phone. And and Leon take, has taken a lot of punches to the head in his day. Yeah. A boxer. Yeah. Leon. Yeah. OK. He beat, he at the, beat Ali once. At the time, uh, we interviewed a guy. Yeah, he was coming to town to do something. A longer story involved with that. We ended up moving to Columbus, right, Nebraska. He lived in the but area. That's a whole different thing, though. But we had Leon on, and and you know, he, this guy fought. You know, beat Ali. You know, 
for people of a certain age. I mean, he was a huge star. So the problem was we're sitting around. Me and Todd are sitting around. There's two or three. I think at the time our buddy Travis was our sports guy. Travis sitting here. There was a couple other people sitting around. This. I was in the studio because I remember. See- okay. I, I was. Okay. I was just outside the studio because I remember seeing the pushback from everybody else. So we would ask him a question, Tyler, and he would respond. You couldn't say what. You had no idea what he's saying. I'll play the two clips here that we that we always play. Uh, see if you can translate. And then maybe we could. My used favorite part about this is that. <laughs> All of a sudden, literally, because there were there, there, there was a different studio, but there were three mics sitting to the right of us, to right of me, basically, and all three guys pushed back from the microphone because <laughs> we all wanted help. Right. Todd and I looked at each other, like, well, you guys, can you understand what he's saying? Nope, you're yeah. on your and own. They, they all kind of, and they literally, <laughs> it was like a physical, hands on the it desk, was a physical movement, and we just pushed away from the mic like that <laughs> to say, I can't. You're on your own. I can't. We're not, you're on your own, basically. Right. Your name's on the door. You're going to have to handle this one. Oh, no, it's X'd out, puss. Oh. The audio might not be there. Damn no, it. it's, it's, it's there. I just got to trick it, and it's, yeah. But he, right. he was... He was punch drunk, unintelligible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to understand. I mean, you had yeah, to listen to the mean. clip it three or mean. four times yeah. just to understand it. No, and I couldn't understand it. Yeah, I think I, I my son, my son, my son's fighting now. Is all I understood. Yeah, two conversations. Yeah, <laughs> but that was <wasn't> <laughs> he pulled something out of it, right? did, and only because I've heard it a thousand times, even uh. the replays. You know. This was just a slightly feisty Gutenberg right there in the beginning, mm-hmm. which we talked to him at least twice before. We talked to him about his friendship with Bobcat because Bobcat's a good friend of us, and he was cool. You got it's it? It's still X'd out? Look at your look at your screen. Okay. No, it's not X'd out now. There you go. Try okay. it now. Okay, listen to this, Tyler. But uh, I, got, I got three sons fighting now, so I'm saying why you with him now. Okay. I got three sons fighting now. You, what's the, the second rest, sentence? What's the rest I, of this? I don't but, know. But uh, I, I got three sons fighting now, so... I'm saying why you up with him now. Okay. Something okay. in there? Okay, how about this one? I don't want to have a party just I don't want I refer not to Mrs. Anchor because his name's not important to me. <laughs> important to me, I heard that. Good luck with that one. I hope he's not training anybody now. <laughs> uh, he's, he's dead. Yeah, I think he's dead. He's oh, dead. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am a young pup. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are. You are young. But yeah. can you imagine hearing those clips and having them look at you and you just go, nope. And by the way, that was only two clips. We interviewed the guy for five minutes at least. That was like Farmer Fran on yeah. the Water Boy, where yeah. it's like, <laughs> and the Water Boy came. Yeah. I mean, Boomhauer is 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 clear and intelligible compared to that guy. Yeah, when they turn a little sideways and halfway through it, I go, oh man, please don't go bad. I like Gutenberg, and he, he yeah, it was, he was cool. It was cool. He was just surly. Yeah, yeah he was a little. Yeah. It was, he like was you say, why? I got in here right at that part where I it was know. a little bit, and I Googled who Gutenberg was, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, please don't be me. I, <laughs> I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gutenberg's great, man. Yeah, he's the best. He's great. Tyler Walsh with us. You get a gig with the, you get a gig with Nick, right, coming up? Yeah, Friday night we're going to be at j Saloon in Shenandoah, Iowa, and then Saturday I'll be at the Hale Varsity Club here in Omaha. All right. What's the story on, on Shenandoah? Because you're always good about uh, Iowa Towns, you know Iowa Towns, Tyler Walsh. Oh, yeah, I've put on some bull rides in Shenandoah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh, oh Glenwood. You scraped Glenwood, a little freaky oh, there. Yeah. You always said that. Yeah. I am. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's always a story. I have to balance my story. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because people walk up to you in these towns anymore, right? Yeah, I know. Sometimes they're like, hey, you said that. I'm like, oh. No, yeah, I just talked about your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just that. talked about your cousin. Come on back. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. 
Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.